there's there's a lot of different aspects to marketing um and you know it can get overwhelming right so i mean think about the ideas think about the fact that our website is a storefront and within the website alone you have copywriting you have seo you have design you have branding you have functionality you know there's just that in itself yeah and you have social you know and you have YouTube and TikTok and Pinterest and LinkedIn and and Twitter and Instagram, man. You know, this is overwhelming, right? And you, you know, you, 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 it's really hard to do everything, right? You know, and 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 there, there's a lot of success and a lot to be said, even if you just do a few of those things, because you can still attract business that way, just by being great at Instagram and copywriting. You know, maybe that's your your thing, and it, it just it's great. You know, you can really dive into so much of this. Do you have a favorite where you, you love that sandbox? Mm, I do love marketing. Here's, here's, here's what I figured out like in the past few months. I've loved running this business and I love my team and our clients. I realized that as much as I love marketing, I'm the freaking bottleneck in this business uh, be, because I love, I have so many ideas and so many things and I'm a, I'm a typical entrepreneur where it's just like the ideas overflow and I finish about like 2% of all of the things that I start And Yeah, I know it's a disease and I do not recommend it. But what I, what I, I just got used to, you know, over the years as I was handing off production and not shooting, not editing to a team. And then like, you know, eventually like not doing the day-to-day operations, the sales and marketing always fell. I just assumed I'm like, okay, well, but I can do this stuff. Cause I've been doing that since day one. So very similar to anybody who says like, well, I've been, you know, I've been the main filmmaker since day one. So I'll just keep doing that. And maybe I'll hire assistants or other, you know, people that can lead that or whatever, but I, I've still got to be a part because I've, I've been a part from the beginning. So I, I just kind of didn't realize that I was treating sales and marketing that same way that, um, well, the exact opposite way of what I had done in all the other aspects of the business where I said, okay, let's come up with sales and processes or processes and procedures so that I can delegate and hand these parts of the business off. Sales and marketing, I, I'm very passionate about what I do and what I believe the, you know, the power of video and storytelling and how that can help a business in sales and marketing and uh, hiring and onboarding and all of those things. But I, I'm not the best at, it. I'm definitely not the best at marketing, but you know, ask me to come up with a bunch of marketing ideas. I'll, I'll, I'll just endless, endless ideas. And I think they're all great. Um, so we hired a marketing agency to help us because I was like, I, I need to get out of this. And, uh, you know, I would love to have a salesperson that was in charge of sales and a marketing team that just like, you know, did the things. And so we're, we're kind of dipping our toe in what, what does it look like for Ryan to not be doing the marketing? I love. So you're, you're like, you're the idea guy and maybe to an extent, some execution, but you're like, I got a pile of great ideas, maybe good, maybe bad. You guys know how to execute this stuff. What do you think? How do you, right? Is it sort of like that? And now they're like, this is great and we can create something around this and create an entire campaign around this and do this and and they're actually executing or that's that's the approach right yeah yeah that's that's the approach that's that's amazing man that's a great it's great that you it's great that you identified that as a business owner took a long time how many years right (laughs) how many years did it take to figure it out all of them and then and then all of a sudden you know one of them you're like holy crap 
That's all I needed to do. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. It's like handing over the DVDs. Well, yeah. and we'll see, you know, we're in the first like six weeks of this relationship. Um, I, you know, I'm hopeful that it will work, but you know, at the same time, I'm kind of like, I'm just open to like exploring what does this need to look like? Um, but it starts with, you know, go ugly early. Like this is my, you don't learn until you launch moment where I'm like, I just got to do it. I got to pay somebody else to do it and lead me, lead our team, take some stuff, do something with it. And we'll see if, you know, we can create any momentum and, uh, and then, you know, hopefully we were able to, at the same time, you know, the other thing that I'm spending time on working is like, trying to package and productize our service so that it, it is more turnkey and like every project mm-hmm. isn't this customized thing that needs like high level creative and high level direction. But it's just like, Hey, we know, you know, these 10 videos you should have in your, in your sales flow and here's the way to do them. Uh, so, so they don't require super high level thinking. Um, that's, that's, that's my dream is to come up with that because I feel like in the past where when we were filming weddings and we had three packages, we had bronze, silver, and gold, you know, those are the three packages and here's all the things that were in them. So then it wasn't even about like, it wasn't, wasn't ever about trying to convince somebody to, to hire us. But, uh, it was really easy to say like, well, just pick which package like fits in your budget and with what you guys want. That's easy for people to sell. You know, I was able to teach multiple people on my team to do that. But when it came to like customize from scratch, when we started doing corporate films, it was like, man, every business, they say they need something a little bit different than the last business and, and the brain power uh, to like dissect that and to put together customized budgets and proposals. That just takes a lot of time and energy, uh, which I can do with my eyes closed, but it still requires me. You still want to be the mad scientist. You want to be the Steve Jobs and you want someone else because you were doing that and you were doing the execution Now, let me experiment. Let me just be Steve Jobs and let me hand over the execution to a company that can figure out how to figure, you know, take my, my ideas, my bucket of ideas and and actually implement the ones that they think will work. Right. So going back to E-Myth, it seems to be the theme, you know, where Michael Gerber breaks down the three types of people. You have the, you know, I I don't remember if the coin, the phrase, right, but the entrepreneur, the manager and the technician. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, for those who, who don't know what that means. You know, the entrepreneur is the the mad scientist, the person with the ideas, the innovator, the Steve Jobs. The manager is the person that is taking those ideas and those orders and delegating them to the workers or to the staff. And the, you know, the technicians are the ones doing it, the ones that are, you know, making the, the you know, editing and filming and all those kind of things in this case. Even I even look at that like, you know, when you're making a movie, the production studio, you know, is sort of the entrepreneur because they have the idea they bought the script you know the director is the manager and tom cruise is the technician right you know even though he's probably making more money than everyone yeah, else right. <laughs> it, it, it has nothing to do with like one's higher than the other in some sort of you know ranking order it's just i'm built to do this i'm built to do this and i'm built to do this and there's somebody who loves to do each one of those things so going back to what you said um I see a lot of similarities between us. One of my favorite books of all times, I'm an audiobook guy, is a book called Traction from Dino Wickman. And um, if you haven't, I don't know if you've read it or, or came across it or anything like that, but you'd, you'd fall in love if you have it. I don't know. Have you ever heard of that one? Uh, uh, yes. So right. You love Traction? I can see the smile. 
integrate well so, the, so the, the integrator we need the integrator there it is yeah where is the integrator <laughs> can i can it let me just can, can i just brag for one second please i i've got there's a you know i've read a bunch of books listened to you know hundreds of audiobooks um and i so i have a few heroes like few business heroes and gino is one of those heroes i call him dino gino yeah oops well that's okay i'm 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 only a little bit offended just kidding um <laughs> My assistant back in March said, Ryan, uh, some some guy named Gino wants to come to the studio and film a master class. And I was like, wait, Gino? Gino? She's like, How Gino Wickman. How many Genos are there? And I was like, Gino Wickman. And I'm like, is this a joke? And she's like, no, no, it says right here, you know, you know, wants to do. And uh, long story short, Gino spent two days at our studio. I got a picture with him. I got to hug him. We got to cry together. Dude, it was like just one of the coolest moments uh, for me in my entire business. Wow. So, yes, I do know traction. And EOS actually has has played a significant uh, role in uh, me experiencing more freedom in life and in business and really getting our stuff together about six years ago is when we started uh, practicing uh, the things that he teaches inside of uh, Traction. We have a full-time, not a full-time, we have a fractional integrator. uh, I'm sorry. Yes, we do have a fractional integrator on our team, but we do have an implementer that helps us each quarter uh, to take us through all the EOS stuff. So yes, I am very familiar. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh my gosh. And I can't tell you, I don't run into people ever that know this, that no traction. Um, oh man. Yeah. I, 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 I've asked, I've, I've talked to a lot of people cause it's my favorite book. Oh you know, dude. It's like, you know what amazing. it is? I'll say one thing about this book and I, I've, I keep saying book. I'm an audio book guy. So when I sure, say I read yeah. a book, I meant I listened to a book. Exactly. That's what I mean too. I mean, scroll down there's like 50 solid titles and I've done them all. I'll, you know, half of them more than once listened yep. to, and then other ones that have randomly found on YouTube and, and so on and so on. What I find in 90% of audiobooks is that it's filled with fluff and mm. there's very little substance. And there might be some great substance in there, but it's a waste to have the book be five hours long yeah. when I really need to listen right. to it for 20 minutes. And what I mean yep. by that is they'll take 15 minutes to tell a story. I'll, I'll just call it out. E-Myth. Great ideas, but he could have squeezed that thing. He didn't need to tell yeah, me about yeah. it. He could have turned the pie story into a much shorter story. It doesn't really need to be that long. <laughs> but, you know, certain stories you need to be set up. I love the one where, you know, you find yeah. yourself at your own funeral. And I, I get that one. And I, I love yeah. how we said. But in general, all these audiobooks, they take way too long to tell a story. It, dude, you could have told me that in one sentence. You, you wasted 15, 20 minutes of my life. So Dino, Gino. Sorry, Gino. You'll always be Dino to me. <laughs> Gino. I'm too oh, old man. to change. It's too late. So Gino's great because everything in that book, every sentence is value. So yeah. think of a solid audio book and it's filled with gold after gold. Oh, my God. Anyway, to go back, I saw a Facebook ad. And it was a an app called 90. Oh, yeah. Right? And I'm like, wow, this, this is kind of... Because I was doing all this on Google Docs and spreadsheets. Yeah. And I'm like, I wish they had like an app or something. Because this is kind of, you know, no mention of it. It's hard to come by. And all of a sudden, I said, there's an app called... Well, you know, there's an app called 90.io. And it's literally the EOS system as an app. And it's 
the best monthly payment I make. <laughs> it's awesome. And, and it's hard to keep cause it's, it's overwhelming, right? You, you're yeah. running an entire business out of it, but, uh, what an amazing tool. If anybody is like yeah. hearing these ideas and, and aligning with what we're talking about here, what is your biggest takeaway from traction? Number one, uh, well, really big picture, just the rhythms, like the daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, decade rhythms to to do. Uh, it was like a blueprint, like having a roadmap for how, like when I, when I go to work today, here's what I need to be doing today that's going to support our 90-day or our, our rocks, our 90-day our goals, which support our yearly goals, which support our three-year picture and the 10-year, or is it three-year, whatever, three-year and our 10-year, like that that has been game-changing. The other thing that has been totally game-changing with practicing EOS uh, has been the IDS, right? Issue, uh, discuss, and solve. There have been so many, I, I just remember sitting in my first office I had five employees and we're all in this kind of like small-ish type office and I would have an idea, marketing idea, sales idea, something like that and I would spin my chair around and I'd just be like, hey, what do you guys think about dot, dot, dot and like everybody would stop what they were doing and maybe I was only talking to one person but they just kind of felt like, does he want us to listen and give feedback and then we'd get back to work and our, our days and our weeks would be interrupted constantly by me and what what I doing this IDS thing has done is is I have a I've got an app that I when I when I think of anything like oh so and so keeps coming in late like we need to talk about that I just add it to this thing it goes to my list and then somebody adds it to our ninety app so that in our weekly meeting with with our leadership team we discuss you know we prioritize the IDS items so things might be like Ryan said that we need to get new paper okay that's not super important so we're going to talk about that last if we can get to it this week but basically with the IDS you look at you know the number one thing that you need to discuss you discuss it at a as a team and then you solve it in that meeting so it's not just like yeah we should uh, you know do this and maybe solving it is like you do need to have a team meeting and get everybody on the same page about this one thing but it might be like hey we haven't gotten paid from this particular client and nobody's telling me anything like let's get on the phone with them right now like this is an issue this is a huge check that we're waiting on let's get to the bottom of it let's do it right here right now so that has has enabled us to do so much more in our business and be so much more efficient because we're doing it there together. I'm not interrupting the team. When there's an issue that comes up throughout the day, we might say to each other, hey, let's add that to the IDS and talk talk about that you know, next Monday because it's not urgent. Uh, that has been totally wow. continued for us as well. I love hearing this. I love hearing these stories. And, you know, years, this was pre-pandemic um, and a little bit of a different shuffle of uh, people that were working with me. Um, we used to have weeklies. And I remember one thing he said, he said, you got to pick, you know, and, and I customized, I took his ideas and I customized certain things, but. Um, sure. You know, well, you yeah, customize his no. name too. You call him Dino. <laughs> so, but you know, <laughs> 90, 95% of it is, is definitely his system. Right. You know, so. Actually, that, yeah. that going, I'm sorry, going back, I customized the, the concept, the sales and marketing, the operations and admin, or he, I think he had operations and something. That's him. You know, like that's where I got that idea from. But yeah. he, it was finance, I think, and analytics or something like that. And I mean, I'm sorry, finance and admin or something. 
and I switched it out. So I, to me, finance and analytics, I look at it as input, you know, do the work output. So I took his concept and literally tweaked 5% of it from me. And that's what it, it made sense. Like, here's your input. Here's what you'd make with the input. Here's your output. What are you going to do with the output? You're going to pay people out. What's your profits left? Circled back. What are you going to do with the money? You're going to invest it here. You're going to put it back in the company. You're going to take it as profits, whatever it is. Um, but anyway, going back, the biggest, the biggest thing I took away from traction was the part, part of that whole, you know, you know, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual, the rocks. The rocks, yeah. I think the rock yeah. is like the biggest thing in my mind right now, always. And what's cool about the rock, which Gino bases it on a 90-day goal, the coolest thing about a rock is that if we really think of our businesses and we're like, there's so much stuff I deal with every day and I got to do all this stuff and I have goals and I have, you know, day-to-day -day problems and, you know, wins and losses and all this stuff. I'm trying to run this business. You know, what I learned was a rock you can look at what you want to accomplish over the course of a year, keep it simple and then break it down. You know, there's going to, it's going to be made up of a hundred or 300 or 500 tasks throughout the year or whatever, however many tasks that's overwhelming. We can't handle that. But what's my one yeah. or two goals yeah. for the year. Okay, great. Reverse engineer that. And now all I need to do is take that one year and say, well, what four things need to happen you know, for starters to build that, to make that happen. So I have a rock for each of those quarters and doesn't mean you can't have more than one rock, but rocks like you got 90 days yeah. to pull this off and make sure it's real. Don't, don't mess it up. You know, you can miss the goal. It happens, but if you're missing them all the time, all the time, you know, you're doing something wrong. You got to change it. You got to make yourself real rocks that you actually have wins on. So yep. that idea of overwhelming, uh, now I realize a rock you know, if I have 500 things to pull off this year, a rock might hold 30 things and this rock might hold 100 things. Mm, yeah. So now it's so much easier to say this yeah. rock. So I'll give you a real life example. Our last uh, monthly meeting, the rock, the we kind of rearranged and reassessed our rocks. Our rock is we have an SEO rock. We have a website, even though SEO is part of it, website rock, because we have a lot of things that we want, a lot of issues within our website that we want to tweak, improvements and things like that. And then a social rock. And the social rock was built on, okay, we're going to do these six categories of content, right? And one of those con one of those categories is exactly what we're doing right now. So this, this thing led from Dino, Gino. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. Gino, thank you. So, no, I just, oh man, it's so nice to uh, to to have a, a conversation with somebody who who has read that book or, you know, who knows his philosophies because uh, it's such a fun thing to talk about. What was this masterclass? Was this was this about his thing or was this like something new? I don't know about. Yeah, so he wrote a book uh, called The EOS Life. Familiar with that? I I don't know that. No. Yeah. So it's a it's a newer book, and at the end of that book, uh, there's something called there's a section. It's kind of like a mini book inside of the book called the Ten Disciplines, 
And these are just disciplines that he's applied in his life uh, and that have worked well for him. And so him, along with his good friend, Rob Dubay, who is mentioned in Traction, uh, you know, Gino's from the Metro Detroit area, uh, and so is Rob. And um, so they they met each other a long time ago and have been friends. And so they partnered on this masterclass where they go through the 10 disciplines and teach those and uh, offer it as a curriculum. So... Dude, it was like, you know, sitting there, uh, I was familiar with the 10 disciplines, but to just listen to his stories and perspective and the way that he executes them. And, uh, I was just like, I felt like I was in heaven. It was so cool. (laughs) He must've been so happy to find your company after realizing that you were a fan. Yeah. 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 So my, you guys must've talked about that, right? Well, my friend Jason, who is an EOS implementer, used to work at an agency and Gino was their implementer. So Jason got to see Gino in his elements. And eventually Jason was just like, I want to do what that guy's doing that. This looks awesome. Uh, I would love to do EOS. And so Jason got into the program and has spent a lot of time with Gino. So when my assistant said, Hey, this guy, Dino, just kidding. When, when they said, you know, when she, when she said, Gino, you know, wants to film at the studio, I called my buddy Jason and I was just like, dude, like, guess what? And he's like, what? And I, I told him the story and he's like, oh, I'm going to see him at, you know, this conference, uh, you know, I'll, I'll obviously put in a good word for you. And so, uh, that, that helped. And, uh, I've gotten to hear from, uh, from Jason a couple of different times where, uh, Gino had told him like, dude, like film your buddy, Ryan, he's great. Like their team is awesome. And just all this stuff just like made my heart want to explode. Pretty cool. Wow. That's pretty cool, yeah. man. That's wonderful. All right, so anybody who's listening, traction. Yeah, so good. And I know, so another one too is uh, Rocket Fuel. So then Rocket Fuel, I love. There's another book of his, and that was like really focused on the um, the visionary and the integrator. You know, that big part of that. Where again, that's that's probably if I were if if somebody were to come to me, you know, we get these emails all the time, and we get pitched all the time, and it's always like, what problem keeps you up at night? I got to do something with this mic. Yeah. We're going to tweet this eventually. I'm gonna get Stop this down. punching it, man. Every, be nicer. Every t- every podcast, something's going to change and it's going to get better and better. Maybe the host? Right now. Just kidding. Yeah. Hey. The, the host is going <laughs> to eventually. Yeah. Because I, you know, I got to get somebody else to do this so I can do that other thing. Oh, you know? I need. I crack myself um, up. So, so, you know, basically, um, oh, shoot. I lost my Rocket train Rocket fuel. Here. Rocket fuel. Visionary. Yeah. So, you know, somebody pitches you and says, Hey, you know, do you have that, you know, what problem keeps you up at night? And, you know, you know, have you, do you encounter these problems? Can you relate? You know, why don't you use our services? Things like, so if somebody picked up the phone, here's a call to action for anybody who's got this down. If somebody picked up the phone and solicited me and then they said to me, Adam, if you're a guy who's got a lot of ideas you're the entrepreneur and it's so overwhelming and you can't execute them, but you know, if they could get executed, you'd have so much more success. Um, and, and I can find the guy who can actually take all those crazy ideas of yours and turn them into things. As long as they have legs, would you want to hear more? I would say, let's book a meeting today. I'm available all day. I'll cancel everything. Let's talk. Right. So that is, probably my number one want and pain point growing a business. And again, it, it derives from 
you know, traction and, and rocket fuel and that whole concept. Really, really cool. So good ideas man. in there. Yeah. Let me just fire away at a couple of quick questions here and just see if, you know, just for listeners to see if they can catch a couple of more gold nuggets here. I look at sales and marketing, they get intertwined in a lot of ways. How, how would you define, or how do you define yourself for your own company, the difference between sales and marketing at a high level? Uh, High level uh, marketing. It's all of the things that get people to know us, like us and trust us. So it's our website. It's me being in person at events. It's, you know, just all, all of the things, our logo, it's, campaigns and sales would be uh, trying to help people figure out if uh, well, trying to help people and trying to help us figure out if we can actually help, you know, the people that we're chatting with. So what, what would you say once somebody encounters the sales process, there is interest, whether it's a call email or whatever it is, and they can actually schedule a meeting. What advice could you give to someone that has helped you over the years? Like one bit of advice on the sales front, once you're actually in front of a prospect and you could potentially close the deal if it goes the right way. Well, I love Don Miller. I call him Ron, Ronald Miller. Uh, He wrote, uh, (laughs) he wrote uh, (laughs) building a story brand and you know, business made simple, marketing made simple. It's got an awesome podcast. You you know Donald, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, building a story brand. I've, I I have that yeah. audio book. Yeah. So that that's the uh, the hero guy yep, thing. Yeah. In that mindset, yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of when when we started Studio Sherpas. I didn't I didn't know what a Sherpa was. I, I felt very ignorant. I'm like, that, that sounds cool. Like, what's a Sherpa? It's like, oh, it's the you know, it's a guy who takes you up a mountain. I'm like, oh yeah. And then realizing, like, in the sales process if I can picture myself as a guide to, to be helpful, uh, you know, when you, when you're, when you can pick, when you can choose your guide, you know, you want to, you want to spend time with somebody that you, you get and somebody that gets you. And so not all guides are for everyone, right? Not all video companies are for everyone. Like you've got a, a way of working. You've, you, you know, you've got a certain personality and a uh, way that you help clients. And I, and I, and it's very different from mine. And there's, crossover and some similarities and stuff. But at the end of the day, like we are separate guides. And if, if I can help position what we do in a way that really helps our client understand how we can help them, then like that, that's like, I don't want to try to convince something. I I don't want to try to convince somebody to hire us. I don't want to twist their arm or feel uh, or be salesy or sleazy or anything like that. I just want to say like, here it is. Like we're not for everyone. We're, we're a little more expensive than most companies. So, uh, you know, know that going in. Um, but, but at the same time, if you tell me your budget's $50,000 and if we can figure out how to do it for 40 or 20, like, I'm going to tell you that I'm really good at coming up with ideas and how to get you to spend the rest of that money somewhere else. But here's what it is. Like, this is how we help. This is how we, we, help our clients win. And if, if you like this vibe, you know, we've got a ton of content out there. We've, we put ourselves out there so people can see like personality wise, are they a good fit case study? How have they helped other people? And, you know, am, am I, am I clear on how they can help me? I don't know. I, th- I just think being 
open, honest, authentic, knowing your process on, you know, what do you do to help people and being able to communicate that. Uh, and then just really letting people decide for themselves. Like <laughs> I've, I've found that that's usually the best way uh, because not every client is a good fit for us. And then my other favorite advice is get a no as soon as possible. So get it, say that, say that again, get a no as soon as possible. So if, if you can, the more you can put yourself out there, uh, if you have FAQ videos, you can put on your website so that people can understand your process, but also they're getting a taste of your personality. If you have your own brand story that kind of talks about your why and any of that stuff could turn somebody off. They could say like, Ooh, I don't like this guy. Like this guy seems a little bit goofy, kind of sarcastic. We, we don't, that's not what we're looking for. Perfect. Great. We're a great fit, not together. You know, you're going to be well-suited hiring somebody else. Uh, Don't hire us because what you see is what you get. So the more in our marketing that we can be and show off exactly who we are so that, you know, it's like WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. So there's no surprises. Uh, that's, That's the best because, you know, when we get knee deep in a project and clients spend a lot of money and we're spending a lot of time in workshops and calls and production and all that stuff only to realize that this client cannot stand our approach, our culture, our personality. Um, boy, I'd rather they find that out like way sooner. That's great, man. And you just the, the, get the no as I love that. Get the no as quick as possible. And you, you know, you're not wasting their time. They're not wasting your time yeah, moving on. Exactly. And you freed yep. up that pipeline for people that would be interested. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, last question. All right. So we talked about a couple of different uh, books, favorite book, favorite book. And why? I feel like I'm supposed to say the Bible, uh, but can I say a different one you too? You can say whatever you want <laughs> because you know, I'm not, I'm not a religious guy, but I love the proverb when words are many, sin is not absent. I love that. Mm, you know, that's good. The more you talk, yeah. the more you get yourself in trouble. Exactly. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm so maybe we should that. end this. I'm just, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I would say what, I mean, you like traction changed my business. Um, and, and there have been so many books that I've read where I've taken like one nugget and applied it. I would say one of the the books that I buy the most and recommend the boat the most is called The Go Giver. Is this is this a book you've read? No, no. Tell me about it's so that. good. Uh, yeah, it's written by a guy named Bob Berg, uh, who I've had on my podcast, and he's he's we've done some stuff together. I can't remember his co-author. I'm I'm a dummy that I just it's I think it's John something. Um, it is such a good read. It's written in fable form, you know, similar to uh, um, the E Myth. But the story is so cool, and really, it's it's about adding value and serving, being helpful, being available. Um, and when you do that, instead of the mindset that our culture has, it's like hustle, you know, grind, uh, be a go getter, you know, make it happen. I, you know, I've I, there are you know philosophical things like the, why I disagree with that. And I think for a long time I did feel like, you know, my success was, uh, due solely to my, the input, you know, and, and yes, I think we have to work hard and, um, and we have to be focused and we have to be clear on what it is that we want. Um, so we definitely are very, very responsible, but at the end of the day, uh, if we're not giving of ourselves for other people and to help other people succeed, if I can build my business and think 
like, man, I, I, I just don't think we can help this person. If I can think like, or, or there's somebody that I think would be a much better fit for them, another video company. If I can have the, the guts to be able to, to follow that intuition, people can sense that people will appreciate that. And, uh, you know, the way the universe works, uh, those deposits that I'm making, they'll come back to me. And they have, and they continue to do so. And I just think it's a it's a universal law. Uh, so um, having a mindset of like, there's so much work in this world. There's so much opportunity. There is so much abundance. Uh, I would rather live in that mindset than a than a fearful, you know, scarcity mindset where I feel like you know I've just got to grab hold of everything that's in front of me. I've got to take it for, for mine and get out of my way because I'm, I'm going to make this happen, whatever it takes. And I still, you know, there's still a part of me that's like, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm committed to supporting my family and trying to serve as many people as I can. So I'm going to figure it out. But really at the end of the day, I'm approaching, you know, I, I wake up every morning and I'm reading or I'm writing in my journal and I'm saying a little prayer of like, God, like, let me just like bring the people that I need to talk to and like whatever opportunities, give me the wisdom and the strength and the, like the focus to do, to do what I need to do. And if that just means like today, I'm just like available for anybody else. Like that's, that's what I want to do. Uh, sometimes I don't feel that, but if I can start with that mindset, super, super helpful. And that, I think that book is so good and just kind of reaffirming some of those things that I think have been inside of me for a long time. I just didn't, I couldn't really articulate them. Well, they, they do a great job of, uh, making it very applicable for, for our businesses. That's awesome. Ryan, thank you so much for your time, man. You knocked it out of the park. I learned a ton and, uh, I, I can't wait to talk to you again. We got to do this again. Oh, dude, Adam, thank you. It's super fun to connect like this. Uh, appreciate this work. Really cool work. I know it's going to be helpful for a lot of people. So keep it up and, uh, Hey, let's hang out soon. 